This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Very busy night coming up on Sports Talk with Jock coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. Stampeder offensive lineman Cam Thorne and general manager John Huffnagel continues to take care of off-season business. The offensive lineman was re-signed earlier today. The Lou Marsh Award was handed out today. Congratulations to Olympian Penny Oleksiak as she knocks off one of the best ever players in the National Hockey League, Sidney Crosby. It was a tight vote, but the Olympian takes home the gold in the Lou Marsh voting. Of course, we're going to wrap things up as we always do with the Sports Geek of the Day. But to kick off Sports Talk with Jock tonight, it's a real pleasure to be joined by the general manager of the Red Hot Calgary Flames. The Flames on a six-game winning streak. Of course, they're back in action tomorrow night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mr. Brad Treliving, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, Jacques. How are you? I am excellent, thank you very much. Uh, it's quite a role that your hockey club is on right now. I, I know there was uh, some concern. There certainly was from the fans, and I was certainly concerned after a 2-7 and seven start, but after a 14-6-1 run, your team is back where they need to be. Just your thoughts on what has transpired over the first uh, 31 games of the season. Well, yeah, it's not... It's... You know, when we started there two seven and one, um, obviously we weren't we, we we didn't put ourselves in a very good position. But um, you know, we've been we've been able to stabilize um, our game and and in most recent games now, I think you're seeing um, we've gotten healthy here a little bit. Um, we're getting some balance scoring. Our specialty, you know, sort of all the things that maybe troubled us at the beginning of the year um, are starting to fall a little bit into place here. In terms of getting some balanced scoring, obviously, uh, you know, for any team to have success, your your best players have to be your best players on on most nights. And you're seeing now with with Johnny coming off the injury, he's been terrific since getting coming back. Monahan, you look at um, where, where where Gio and Dougie Hamilton have gone, um, and uh, and then really it's it starts in the net. And uh, um, I think Chad Johnson's been a catalyst for us and has really stabilized our team over the course of the last um, three weeks. And, and um, you know, it's been we've been getting results. Boy, no doubt about that. Uh, Brad, uh, I, I got to ask you, you know, the, the fans were concerned. A lot of media people were concerned. I was certainly uh, concerned after that uh, that start. How concerned were you? You can be honest with me now. Uh, you, you must have been biting your, your, your nails a little bit. Well, yeah, any time that you <laughs> get off to that kind of start, it's not uh, obviously what you envision, but... Um, I was concerned going in when you when you look at our, like I said, we we went through a lot of change this 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 off season when you you introduce a new coaching staff, um, sort of a new style of play, um, you know, two new goaltenders, um, you have a training camp where really your your a couple of your top players and Sean Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau did, really didn't participate in any training camp. Um, I was concerned going in just just you know were we going to be connected as a group here where you know in in terms of having repetition and those types of things and uh no question um um there was concern but um i really believed in you know and continue to believe in the group or believe in this coaching staff i think glenn is a is a terrific coach i think he's uh his message is is the right one it just it, it takes some time to um, get everybody sort of singing from the same sheet of music here. So um, there's no question. Anytime you're sitting where you're sitting, there's 
um, there's concern, but there that there, that didn't you, you don't want to concern, um, confuse concern with belief. There was always belief that if we could if we could find a way to stabilize and um, and dig ourselves out, and it's a it's a tough league to chase in. You know whether that's you know chasing during a game from behind or chasing your season. That was that was not an enviable position, but we were able to again stabilize. We we are far from out of the woods, and we're far from where we want to be. Um, but we've given ourselves a chance now to, to, to battle back and be in the mix. It is funny how things work out sometimes, Brad, because you, you mentioned Chad Johnson, and everybody knows he has stabilized the Flames' goaltending situation. That really wasn't the game plan at the start, was it? You know, uh, Brian Elliott was brought in to be the number one goaltender. Hey, uh, you know, I'm not saying Chad Johnson was an afterthought. He had a great season last year in Buffalo, but he was going to be the backup. Well, that didn't really transpire. And uh, um, just your thoughts on, on, on how this goaltending thing is now shaken up? Because you know, I think it's quite clear Chad is the number one guy. Well, when we when we said over the summers, we brought, we felt we brought in two real good goaltenders. Obviously, Chad's probably or uh, Brian's probably got a bigger body of work in the NHL, um, and I still believe, um, and our team believes, you know, Brian is going to be is going to play a big part in our season here. Um, Chad Chad's played well, has grabbed it right now, but. Um, for us to get to where we want to get to, I, I think Ch- or, uh, Brian's going to play a real big part in in, in our season. Um, and and what we liked coming in was um, when we signed Chad. You know, he made the comment to me. He he. One of the reasons he looked at our situation here, and he had a lot of interest and a lot of suitors, uh, was the fact that he could battle for the net. And uh, if you look back on his career. Um, you know, in, in the NHL, he, this isn't this isn't just a you know a, a, a blip of three good weeks or two good weeks or whatever it's been. Um, he's played well at the NHL level. What he's what he's the situations he's been in. You know, you look at the time in Boston um, playing behind Tuukka Rask. He first came in the league in New York, where there's Henrik Lundqvist. Um, I had Chad when I was in Phoenix with the Coyotes, and he he played primarily in the American league for us, but he got a chance to come up, played very well um, when he was up in the NHL. But at that point we had Mike Smith. So there was always that, that, you know, that well-established starter here. He knew coming in, Brian was a terrific goaltender, um, but they were both coming in new to the, to the organization. And he felt, you know, he had an opportunity to come in here and battle for some starts and, and grab the net. And that's how we viewed it. We viewed it as, um, you know, we're getting two good goaltenders and in today's game, you need, you know, you can't just, the days of playing a guy 75 games, um, you know, they don't exist anymore. There's, if, unless your last name is Price or <laughs> Lundquist or whoever it is, um, you know, you, the way the schedule is compacted now and you're playing, we just came through a, a spell of, a, I think it was 31 games in 64, 65 nights. So it's just a lot of hockey. So we felt real confident coming in that we were going to, we were going to get good goaltending. We were going to have good goaltending from both guys, and, and Chad certainly grabbed it here as of late. John Gillies is still the goaltender of the future for this organization. Um, you, you've got an expansion draft that you're going to have to deal with uh, next season. Would you still like to lock one of these goaltenders up you know, for, for, the, for the future, or, or where do you stand? Because I know there was some talk about Brian Elliott uh, maybe signing a new contract. Yeah, I mean, both, both the goals. We, one encouraging thing here for us organizationally is it's, it's a position that we feel we're we were for the first time in a while we're creating some depth um you know you talk about uh Brian and Chad here 
Um, and that's something that we'll, you know, we'll continue to watch and explore as we get into the, you know, through Christmas and into the new year. Um, you know, you talked about John Gillies and, 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 and we think he's a terrific young prospect, David Riddich, um, who I think right now is, is, he hasn't played as much as John, but his numbers are leading the American league. He's, you know, they've, 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 they've got a great tandem going there in Stockton right now. Um, and then we've got a couple of young goaltenders and Tyler Parsons, who should be the, the starter for the U S team at the world junior team. Um, and the young Schneider kid playing in medicine hat. So we think we've, um, along with Mason McDonald. So we, we've got some depth at the position now. Um, so we're excited about that and, um, and, and we'll see what happens. Obviously we've got, you know, the two goaltenders are here. We, we like both of them. And, um, as we move on down into the season here, we'll, 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 we'll look to address contractual situations moving forward. Brad Treliving is the general manager of the Calgary Flames. They're back in action at tomorrow night. The Tampa Bay Lightning are in town. I, I want to talk about a few of the individuals on the team. Uh, Troy Brower, he spent a lot of money on Troy in the offseason. He's been good. He's, he's had some ups and downs, I think, really, if you're being honest, uh, you know, about his game this year. Uh, have you seen enough from Troy Brower as far as you're concerned so far? Yeah, Troy's been, he, you know, He's a, he had a real good start for us statistically. Um, you know, he probably, you know, we, we'd like, he'd probably be the first to say he'd like to get on the score sheet here a little bit um, more than he has recently. But what Troy brings to this team isn't just, um, you know, calculated on the score sheet. He, he's been a big presence in our room. Um, this is a guy who's had a lot of success in this league, um, has been an important player on teams at the most important time. When you look at what he's done in playoff series, um, he's won a Stanley Cup. Um, Troy's been a uh, uh, he's 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 been as advertised with us and uh, um, with a with a team that we have with a lot of young players. You know, part of bringing Troy in here was to have. Um, that veteran voice in the room to go along with the Giordanos and the Stagens and um, some of the veteran players we have, a guy who's had success in this league, um, who plays a hard game. And, and so we've been just um, real happy with what, what Troy's brought. He, you know, he started the season there with, uh, with Sam Bennett. We were looking for, you know, again, a veteran sort of running mate with, with Sam. You know, most recently in this, in this run, he's been playing with Sean. Um, Sean Monaghan and, and both sides of special teams and a real presence for us. So, um, like I said, you know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be contributing more on the score sheet as we move along here, but, um, it can't be, it can't be emphasized enough what he's, what he's brought off the ice and in the dressing room with our group. The one line that everybody is talking about, not only in Calgary, but I think, uh, you know, throughout the National Hockey League is the Triple M line because, uh, you know, Matthew Kachuk, uh, Michael Frolik, and, of course, uh, Michael Backlund. Uh, but, but, the, but the real wild card in that one is an 18-year-old player by the name of, of Matthew Kachuk. And uh, it, it's too bad that he, there's such a great rookie crop in the NHL this year, Brad, because he probably won't get a lot of consideration. But I think here in Calgary, fans know just how important he has been to the team as an 18-year-old. Well, he's now he's sort of that gray beard. He just turned yeah. nineteen over the weekend. So oh, that he, oh, nineteen you know, now! My goodness, yeah, he's... He's, he's old and old and gray <laughs> now at nineteen. But no, he's 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 you know he's 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 been beyond expectations. To be perfectly honest, with you. coming into the year, I I I always you know I'm very reluctant to even think of putting an eighteen year old on your roster. Um, but he muscled his way on. Nothing was given to him. He's, he's earned every bit of it. Um, and, and to see, 
you know, if you if you watch and, and you you talk to a little bit of that line, and they really have, you know, they're just some things that click, and and three of them all have great hockey sense. They both, they all three compete real hard. Um, they're skilled guys, and they both, all three of them played, you know, a strong two way game. And and to see a guy come in the league at that age, you know, he was obviously a dynamic. Um, junior put up a lot of points, but to see a guy come in and be able to be responsible defensively, earn a coach's trust. If you look at, you know, what's, what's more amazing with, with what they've done is if you look at how the coaches utilized them, um, a lot of nights they get buried yeah. in terms of their zone starts. They're starting in their defensive zone. They're seeing um, the top competition on the, on, on, on the opposition. They're playing against top players every night. Um, and not only are they, finding a way to shut those teams down or shut those players down, but they're contributing offensively for us. So uh, Matthew is wise beyond his years. Um, You know, the good thing for us is he's just scratching the surface here right now. I mean, he's going to continue to physically mature. He's going to get to know the league more. Um, You know, all the, all the physical attributes will continue to, to, to improve as he gets older and, and, and around the league. But I can't say enough good things of what, Matthew's done for us. Well, he was joking uh, this week. He, he was saying, I've seen more defensive zone face-offs uh, this season than I saw my whole junior career, so uh, there you have it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a, a big part of that line is, is Michael Backlund, too. And and Michael Backlund, you know, it's funny, uh, you weren't here f- five years ago, but, you know, fans wanted to run Michael out of town, and, you know, young player, high expectations for a uh, former first-round uh, you know, draft pick for the organization. And and he's never going to be a, a 30 or 40-goal scorer, probably, but but boy, just, you know, responsible in his own zone, you know, and, and, and center ice is a tough position to play in this league. Jacques, you're absolutely right. It's it's hard. We want these young players to come in, and you know we all get excited for young players, and we forget that it's a man's league. And uh, um, you know, they're, uh, uh, from a forward perspective, we don't we don't put any more responsibility on any other position or um, on any other position more than we do on on center ice. What they, you know, they're they're a catalyst for a line. They're expected to drive a line offensively. They've got. Um, a lot of, of, of responsibilities defensively, um, and Michael on most nights, as we just talked about, is 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 matching up against top players, um, you know, from the opposition. And you look, you know, just look in the Western Conference here in our division in particular. Um, it doesn't take long to see, you know, you go through the Kopitars and the Getzlaffs and the Thorntons and you know the big the big centermen throughout the West and. Um, Michael has, has, has grabbed a hold of that role. Um, and it takes time for these guys to develop. It's like I said, it's a hard league and we've got, you know, we're, we're continuing to develop two young guys in, in Sean Monaghan and, and Sam Bennett. And that's a hard position to do it in. And, um, you know, you're starting to see the, it, you need patience with these young centermen. And Michael's a real testament to the, the work he's put in. Um, and is in my mind is just a real true two-way player. He's responsible on both sides of the ice. Um, terrific penalty killer. Um, plays both sides of special teams for us. And 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 as we said on most nights, is getting a heavy, heavy matchup. So. He's been terrific for us. It's good to see Dougie Hamilton on top of his game right now. And, and I know it's always, uh, you know, a hot-button topic when we're talking about, uh, you know, the former Boston Bruin. But I don't think it's a surprise that he's playing his best hockey right now with your captain. Uh, because, you know, we saw that with T.J. Brody. You know, we see it now with Dougie Hamilton. It says a lot about your captain, I think. 
No question. I think, uh, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to, to Dougie. I mean, he's, again, he's, he's still a young player, just 23 years old, um, and came into the league at a young age and, and, you know, had success at a young age and, and, you know, we think the sky's the limit for him, but, um, I don't think it's by accident that, you know, getting paired with Mark has really stabilized his game. You know, we, we often, well, we don't, but I think some people do take Mark for granted. Sometimes you, you know, we've got a, a, a top, top defenseman in this league, um, who plays for us and, and not only what he does in his game, but how he's able to stabilize others, uh, plays a lot of minutes. And, and I don't think it's by accident that, you know, when he got paired with Dougie, that not only his game continued to rise, but we see it, you know, where Dougie's games got to. So, uh, um, they've been they've been good for us, and we're going to need them co- to continue to be good. Of course, the downside of that, Brad, is that TJ's uh, game has, has, has slipped off a little bit. You know, I I don't put a lot of stock in the plus minus, but it's it's not very good right now for TJ Brody. And and you know, I think he's missing. You know, Mark Giordano again. It goes back to what a good player uh, Mark is. But would you like to see more from TJ? I think TJ. I mean, we he he probably was like a lot of our group early on. You can get on the wrong side of those minuses and. Um, you know, it's, there's, there's some validity to this that. I don't read a whole lot into it. He got, he got on the wrong side of it. Um, the thing that TJ's, I think been, uh, would probably doesn't get spoken a lot more about is maybe we see his points down from, from last year and previous years. But, um, I think there's been more responsibility from a defending aspect. Um, you've seen him, you know, he's, he's moved back on the left side and, and, you know, he's comfortable on either side a little bit, you know, just from, from the coach's standpoint, my standpoint, having that lefty righty combination, it opens up so many more options. You, you know, in a lot of ways, um, you cut yourself off to half the ice when you're, when you're playing your offside. Now TJ passes the puck on his back end probably better than, most that I've seen, um, and, and, and you can count on one hand guys that do it better than him. He's, he's a terrific backhand passer, but you know, there's just, there, it limits you in certain areas. And, uh, so I think there's been a little bit of an adjustment. He spent so much time on the right side playing with Mark. Um, but I've, I've been really encouraged with TJ's game. I think he's, again, his feet allow him to do so much in terms of transporting the puck. He gets us out of our end, um, either passing it or skating it. And, uh, you know, I think the rest of it's going to come. He'll, he'll slowly, he'll slowly mark down that minus, uh, stat. And, and I think his points will continue to improve, but, um, he's a big part of our team, a real big part of our team. Flames general manager, Brad Trey living Brad, we'll just keep you for a couple of more minutes. Uh, 31 games in, in 64 days, as you mentioned, that's a tough, tough grind. It's a condensed schedule because of the world cup of hockey, but every team is in the, in the same boat. Uh, you also mentioned you're, you're not quite out of the woods yet. Uh, you like the direction that your team is trending right now. And I think that is obviously very, very important, but, but Hey, it, you just can't take the foot off the gas pedal. Can you? No, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just too tight of a league. And, and uh, you know, everybody's going to go through ups and downs in the season. And fortunately, as we said, ours came early. But, um, you know, ultimately it's about, you know, winning and getting points and those types of things. But you really monitor how how your group's playing. And, uh, you know, I'm really encouraged. I've seen growth in, in all aspects. Um, you know, there's there's a... We're playing now versus earlier on in the year where we were thinking a lot. I think, uh, you know, when you can start to think about the next play, 
um, you start to feel like your team is, you know, getting it. And uh, that's sort of where we're at right now. Now, we've got a lot of work ahead of us and a lot of hockey ahead of us. And, you know, I think it's it's best. We, you know, we've, we've just got to keep very small focus right now. And that's just the next game. You know, that's all we're worried about is the next game. And we've got a, a real dangerous team coming in here uh, tomorrow night in Tampa is loaded with speed and skill. And we know what they're capable of. So, uh, that's got to be our focus here is just um, you can use all the cliches you want, but it's one game at a time. It's one shift at a time. And um, and we just got to keep marching along here and, and hopefully try to harvest as many points as we can. Brad, it was a great time to bring you on with a little bit of a break in between games. I know you're back in action again uh, tomorrow night. Really want to thank you for your time tonight and uh, wish you a happy holiday and a very Merry Christmas. And uh, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. All right, you betcha. Brad Trilliving, the general manager of the Calgary Flames. Uh, talking a little hockey to kick things off on Sports Talk with Jock tonight. We're going to talk football after the top of the hour, after the news, as the Stampeders make another signing today. Of course, the Lou Marsh Award was also handed out today. Penny Oleksiak, uh, the Olympian, the four-medal winner in Rio. She wins that award. We're going to talk about that as well. Hey, don't go anywhere. Keep it locked here on News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.